dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Once again, it's on You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. 104. 104. Wow. 104. Before we get to these lovely topics we have, <laughs> can I vent, bro? Oh, man, this is what this pod is about. Okay, so... We've been doing this pod for a little bit now. I mean, 104 episodes. Yeah, that's crazy. So you know me, man. You know I'm a punctual person. I hate being late. I don't like things out of order. But today, I was late. Hey, I've been late many a time. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I was late goes back to what we always talk about with this grown-up shit. Yeah. This as you have three little girls and a wife, I only have a wife right now, but I also have a home. Yeah. So, just to make this uh, story a lot shorter than it really could be, <laughs> uh, it's upgrade time. Oh, yeah. Spring. We, spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Spring changeover. Let's do this. Let's do that. From doorknobs to door locks <laughs> to sh- window shutters to House landscaping. <laughs> So this morning's task, which caused me to be late, changing the bathroom fans. Uh, the assholes on YouTube make it look so easy. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> uh, and I found out it ain't so fucking easy. Uh, outside of almost killing myself by falling off the school stool. Outside of almost electrocuting myself to death. Outside of finding out now I have to go into the attic, which is one of my fears in life, being an addict. Hey, ad- I-, I hate addicts, bro. Uh, dude, so <laughs> long story short, uh, this 10-minute project that the asshole on YouTube did <laughs> is going to take me probably seven hours. So, yeah, after we're done taping the pod, I got to make another run to Lowe's and get a ton of shit that I didn't expect to get mm-hmm. and get on that because I have a fucking fan just hanging out in the middle of the fucking bathroom. But it's just you and the wife, so who cares? But I get it. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you know, like I said, you know I me. It. I don't like things out of order. Like, right. I can't go to sleep unless whatever I was working on is done. Yeah. Whatever that task that I had planned for the day is done, I'm not stopping until yeah. it's done. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> hey, like I said... Don't buy a house, bro. Hey, I'm going to have to. Or, or don't, uh, or do, like I was telling my homeboy, he told me, he's like, yo, man, next uh, house you get, man, just just, just go all bells and whistles, man, so you ain't got to worry about it. I was like, I was like, I'm finding out there's a reason why I got the player price <laughs> on this <laughs> crib. Like, yo, I'm like, oh, this shit's great. Got the player price. I'm out here saving more money than I was when I had an apartment. It's all good, baby. And just a slowly but surely, this is why. Oh, you wanted to do this? This is why. Oh, yeah. You wanted to make this upgrade? Yeah, you got to change this, this, and this before you can do that. So, yeah, it's it's... Slowly but surely. So as a first-time homeowner dreamer like me, would you recommend the way you went? Or would you recommend buying new? 
or would you like what would be your your advice for someone trying to plan for getting a home for their family soon oh man for you brother <laughs> i would say get all brand new man you don't you ain't gonna have the time bro yeah, exactly you, know what I'm saying? Yeah. you got a wife three little ones that you got you already ripping and running yeah. you already in school you already djing on the weekends yeah now you want a honey do list <laughs> fuck that yeah. like i'm not i'm i'm busy but i ain't got other miles to feed outside yeah. of the wife you know right, what i'm saying right. i ain't i ain't necessarily have to feed her she can feed herself <laughs> right you have to feed yeah. three other little people i gotta so, come up with meals <laughs> yeah you gotta do all that so just to be literally Okay, I'll give you an example. Changing the doorknob seems simple enough, right? Yeah. For some reason, it wasn't simple. And I know everybody listening is like, damn, Kev, how stupid are you? <laughs> no, I am very mechanically inclined, electronic inclined. It was just, you know, running into hurdles that you didn't see. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, the the circle is supposed to be X amount in diameter, so this key can go into here. But it's not. Mm -hmm. So you have to trim to make it big, make the hole bigger. Yeah. But you don't have that tool. And you look on Lowe's and say, oh, man, this tool is $90 that I'm only going to use once. And take back. Let, exactly. <laughs> so how do we improvise? Oh, we're going to take this drill that I do have and we're going to make it fucking work. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and this hammer. And let's get it on. I know my wife, she watched a lot of that HGTV. That oh, man. Love it or list. Yeah, yeah. I, at first, I used to be like, "Why are you watching this?" And now, when when she's watching it, I'm stuck for like two, three episodes. Yeah, you know, I love the one out there in Vegas, <laughs> mm -hmm. and they do the fixer uppers. But the biggest thing I've learned is they know what the fuck they're doing, exactly. and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's like uh, with DJ man. This, this kid last night, he came up to me, and like I took the opportunity to like grab the next generation, and like mm. he just, I could tell he was staring at it, and he was looking at it. I'm like, come here. And I'll explain to him what it all does. I'll let him scratch a little bit. Just let him get involved. But I was thinking to myself, like, when he was asking me questions, I'm like, this is, like, my 11th year doing it. Mm -hmm. and so, like, for weddings, there's there's a there's a series of events as yeah. a DJ that I think I have gotten pretty good at, at knowing how to keep grandma happy during dinner but mm -hmm. not have the 25-year-old sleep. You right. know, just the whole process. So, like, that same thing. It's like you've been doing it. You got the experience. I'm sure fixing up a house isn't hard by for anyone, but the more you got experience, the easier it is. Absolutely. And and just like a promoter knows, they don't know the value of a good DJ until they got a bad DJ. Yeah. That's so a fact. I understand why contractors charge what they charge. Mm hmm Because, okay, you got it under control, go ahead, <laughs> knock yourself out. Exactly. You'll call me later. Yeah, you'll be eight hours in. Yeah. <laughs> While it would only took me one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was more what's more important to you? Your dollar or your time? Mm-hmm. Or your sanity. Exactly. For me, it was my sanity. I, I I'll make the time. Yeah. But it's my sanity and just the the simple fact that like this can't be happening. Yeah. Like, I'll, okay, quick example. Shutters. <laughs> Seems simple enough. Yeah. You pull the plug, you take this shutter off, you put the new shutter in. No. No, <laughs> it wasn't that easy, bro. Right. Come to find out, I, I take the shutters off, and I'm like, oh, shit. These ones I have don't fit to replace. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'll just get some other ones. And then I th dawns on me. These are special orders because my windows are special order. Mm. So 
Google. Obviously, that's far more expensive than I had, had yeah. planned on paying. And then I was like, well, fuck it. We just rocking with no shutters until. Yeah. <laughs> but the assholes who owned a home before us were so fucking lazy or tried to take the shutters off and couldn't get them off because that was a process. They spray painted the shutters. So behind the shutters on the vinyl of the house is fucking spray paint. Ugh. So it's like those shutters are gone, but they're there yeah. with red spray paint. <laughs> right. So that was a process. Got this shit called Goof Off, which worked great. It was like Goof Off graffiti remover, and it took that shit off. Really? But that took like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Extra work. More work <laughs> that Extra. I didn't plan on doing. Yeah. Because my Dukes is coming down next uh, week. So I want to Tidy be, up. Hey, tidy up. You don't want to hear right. that from moms yet. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> man. Speaking of mothers, how was your Mother's Day celebration, man? Man, Mother's Day is always a blessing when your mother is still around. Man. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I, uh, take the, I take the time pretty much most days. I would say 330 of them. You know, like me and my mom Except talk. when you out there in Scottsdale yeah, yeah, if I, Vegas. If I take a little <laughs> mental break, I might, I might lose connect. But me and my mom are best friends. You know, we talk all the time. So Mother's Day, I always try to. You know, I ain't the I ain't the the biggest cook or chef in the world, but I'm making a point. She know I can grill, so mm-hmm. I I went over there, brought some meat over, grilled for, her, made her dinner. Um, she sat out on the deck all day on the swing, chilling, enjoying the day. Kids running around, so that's my my, my mom. That's her. That's her space. That's her happiness. Yeah. So so I was uh over there all day, man. I just I went over there like nine in the morning, and we stayed over there till. Eight at night and just spent the day with her, man. So it was cool. How was yours? Man, it's it's weird. It was very weird because this is the first Mother's Day that my brother wasn't there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had had, had to move. Yeah, yeah. He's down in Nashville living life, enjoying it and everything like that. But Mother's, it seems like, well, it's not even seems like, it it is this way. It's, uh, you know, we get home three to four times a year. Mm-hmm. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Mother's Day, and we try to get home another time, like in the fall yeah. or right before the fall or something like that. So it's always hectic, mm-hmm. especially, you know, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, my parents aren't together and neither are my wife's parents. So it's a... Four stops. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of stops. Yeah. It's a lot of stops and it's a lot going on in a short period of time. So... Running around with that. Also, my nephew, his third birthday. Uh, my sister-in-law's birthday is like on the 20th. So that's always kind of like mm-hmm. mushed together. My brother's birthday is uh, May 16th. So that's always around Mother's Day. So I always want to make sure I do something with my brother for that. But obviously he wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So this is like really my first time being in charge of Mother's Day by myself. Yeah. But you also have to remember, not only am I holding now for moms, which is no problem. Holding it down for grandmas, which is no problem. Mm-hmm. I also now have a mother-in-law. Yeah. And then my sister-in-law is a mother. Uh-huh. So it's like, yo, I gotta, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of all these women to put a smile on their face for Mother's Day. Yikes. Yeah. So what did I do? Swipe. Yeah. I, I, got, <laughs> I got a couple gift cards, a couple cards. And we got pizza because I wasn't cooking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, that's my thing. As long as my mom don't have to like... Like do what she my my mom is is the is the the ideal 
house, home, wife. You know, like she, she makes dinner, and then when dinner's done, she's starting to clean up. And then when everybody's doing something, she's doing like she. So I made sure er, you're gonna go in there today. You're gonna sit down. I'm gonna bring you a TV tray if I got to. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want you doing nothing. So Dope. that's how I've been doing the last few Mother's Day, just because I know how much my mom worked when it was just me and her, and I know mm-hmm. how much she do now. And I know my mom has worked two jobs most of my life, and it's just that you know, not that she necessarily needs to. But I think she's just a worker. She just, yeah. she just, you know, she, opportunity to make some more money, you know. So, <laughs> what else she gonna do? She don't have, right. she don't have much to do, you know. Like as far as like, you know, no kids in the house, no, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. So, so she, she don't mind. She works from home for her, for her, her full time gig and part time for the VA. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, I would think about this myself, man. Like, why wouldn't I work? Like, why wouldn't I go make some money? Where I probably would be spending money. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I look like at DJ. And man, it turned out like you know, I can go to the party, but I can get paid to be there, and I can still have fun with y'all and still do what I would do on the other side of the DJ table. But I'm but I'm getting paid to be here. So that's, I, I think the same way yeah. about me hosting clubs. It's like I don't club no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's enough time in the day that me and wifey can do whatever. But come nine thirty, go make this cash real quick. Come home, be home by one, one thirty. Exactly. You know, it's all good. Yep. It's not a big deal. Yep. But you know, that's that's just life, man. I mean, yeah. if you ain't making money, you probably spending money, man. That's a and fact. That's, and that that's a that's a crazy game to play. You don't want more out going yeah. than you got coming in, man. Exactly. Uh time has a way to creep up on you and you be like, Man, I didn't save this. Speaking of that, I saw this crazy article. Uh, Business Journal said, by the time you're 35, which we are both older than 35, uh, you should have saved twice as much money as your age. Have it saved up. I've been hustling backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't started hustling, I don't think. <laughs> so that's just a little FYI. Take your age, multiply it by two. That's what you should have in your savings account for when you uh, want to retire. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. I'll be uh I'll be working for a minute. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Unless man. I start getting some big chunks of change here soon. Time to hit this Powerball, <laughs> man. Man. Speak, somebody won that around here, hey. matter of fact. I'm waiting for the car. I ain't got it yet. I'm pissed. Oh. Somebody won the Marine. I saw that shit, man. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Mega yeah, Millions. Yeah, yeah. Like three, they won like the, the pretty big Mega Millions. And it was man. I couldn't imagine, man. Just I couldn't imagine the the relief, oh the God. the fear, like I would like I would, I would be afraid to have that much money because of my knowledge of of money. I know that I'm not good with it, uh, so like it would immediately be I need a counselor, I need a advisor, I need a manager. See, I need, I'm the ex- opposite I'm a, way. Calling you then, brother. I'm the we gonna be good way. <laughs> because you know what? And this is this is a major flaw about myself. I think I'm smarter than I really am. I know I'm smart. <laughs> I know that like I do a lot of things, quote unquote, the right way. And I think that I can outsmart people. And I think that I can, you know, if I just do this right, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If I don't do this, I'll be fine. But if you mean like the Powerball, you should get somebody. Yeah. And that's why that's where my wife comes in mm-hmm. handy, where she snaps me back to reality. She always says, hey, um... You sure? It gives me that look. Like, yeah. in her eyes, she's saying, hey, man, don't be stupid. Right. And that, that's basically, I, I pride myself in the saying, think, after I think about it, be like, all right, you're smarter than this. 
So what would a smart person do? A smart person would fucking go get a professional instead of you doing it. Right. But you could do it. That other <laughs> shit, like, man, fuck them niggas. They just, they just want your money. Exactly. You smart than these motherfuckers. Look, you did this, you did this. You can do this shit. It's just fucking simple math. You got a calculator, right? Like, that's what yeah. I think in my head. But when you get those three and four and five and seven zeros, mm-hmm. yo, I've fucked up and misbalanced my checkbook before and missed a zero. And I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, where the fuck did that money go? Yeah. Go back. Oh, forgot to carry the zero. All <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it happens. But you would you would definitely go get somebody to help manage that money. Man, I would I would start with like immediate family or people that I trust. But it would have to be like not just like a bunch of people. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be like a person that yeah. because for me I'm the way of like if I got a lump sum of money, not that I would let's say blow it, but I would want to manage it for like my thought is like. I'm having fun for 11 months and then my taxes are due. Yeah. How much how much do I owe now that I got this money? Yeah. You know, like those type of thoughts come in my head to where I would be like really nervous about it. Yeah. And I would just want to be like, I would want to know A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I would want to have my ducks in a row to where to where I feel I feel fine about my financial st- right, right, my, right. my my new inheritance, you know, Ooh, or all that. So. But if I get it, though, standing first moving in with the Washingtons and we taking a pile in the road, baby. Hey. We moving in. There it is. <laughs> down with the dad. Where we going? San Diego. We get the RV. LA. We hitting the road. Man, that would be lovely, man. <laughs> See, I don't even. I mean, obviously, I would love to win a Powerball, but you know, at this rate, you know, what I'm saying I'll settle for two hundred thousand. I mean, yeah, I'll that's what gooch. I said. I'll I just need gooch. to hit the reset button on like a, two things. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, just let yo, me get the student loans out of there. Let me get some savings up, and then hey, be. Have as much money as you need exactly. in your savings account. When you <laughs> yeah, retire, I'll, I'll be like ready. They said, business journal. I'll, man. I'll, I'll make the cut. <laughs> oh man, so bro, unfortunately, we got to talk about more sad news, more school man, shootings. Man, man, man. Uh, I just don't understand. I just don't get it. Um, you know where was it in Texas, right? Yep. So and, another um, school shooting down there, man. Uh, I don't Santa get Fe, it. Texas. Santa Fe, Texas. Okay, so w- do you remember dude's name? Cause I don't. Uh, it was a no. Nah, it was it was some. Well, he don't need no shine. Yeah, any fucking exactly. Way. Fuck him. Yeah. So basically, what I just want to say about this whole situation, man. Again, <laughs> again. Yeah. That I saw something that was posted online. I want to make sure I get it right. So let me pull it up. While you doing that, I'm gonna say this real quick. Go ahead, bro. I looked and I saw that there has been 22 school shootings or shootings at schools in 2018, and it's May. <laughs> and the article I saw from CNN, I'm just gonna give you the the, the requirements, and I'll tell you after you get your your, your uh, stuff. The requirements was a shooting that included at least one person being shot, not including the shooter. A shooting that occurred on school grounds, which includes grades K through college, and then uh, they also included gang violence, fights, and domestic violence. And it's been 22 of them, bro. And it's I mean this list when you look at it, it's just it's it's sad. 22 school shootings in 2018, and it's May. That's that's a crazy number, dog. Crazy. And, and this is goes something along that. This year alone, the United States had more people murdered in school shootings than military has been killed while serving. Now that's now that's a hopefully an eye opener to some people. You know, that's something that it just shouldn't happen, man. Especially me being a parent, having kids. I look at the fact that I have a 10, 9-year-old and, and an almost 2-year-old. So pretty soon here, you know, 
my older two obviously are, are in school, but you know, this seems it's just happening at all levels. Yeah, it's happening to our very young kids. It's happening at Sandy Hook, Old State. High school, I mean, it happened Ohio State, Virginia Tech. It's happening. It's happening there. It's happening. We've even had the military bases and some places down in Texas that had issues a couple of years ago. It's just it's just happening on all levels. So it's to me, it's it's time to do something. You know, and everybody says that, and everybody, unfortunately, we have these moments. Everybody gets gets emotional about it for a moment, and then you're just unfortunately waiting for the next one. Right, you know? and that's what uh, a couple Tuesdays was about, man. Mm-hmm. You know, voting isn't just about the presidential election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, on the air of my show on election day, I made it a point to tell people, you know, you driving down Salem, you hate the how the roads look. How they messing up your car? Mm-hmm. Get out to the polls, vote. Yeah, uh, you can't stand that uh, the bus drivers are constantly on strike. Mm-hmm. Get to the polls and vote mm-hmm. because all these people that are causing or not helping resolve issues are politicians, and they have a a voice at the table. Your voice is those Tuesdays at the poll. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, first and foremost, you need to do your research. I'm about to say nobody's prepping, so nobody yeah. wants to go. Yeah. Do your <laughs> research, find a candidate and issues and what the exact issues are and the pros and cons of each issue and have your voice heard. Mm-hmm. But people aren't aren't doing that. And then that rolls into, you know, the NRA sponsoring certain politicians. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to know these things. And I mean, and it's. I mean, obviously, a lot of people can hide that shit because people have been found out hiding that they were receiving money for the NRA. But we all have to. Mm-hmm. We all have to do our research and yeah. understand what's going on. Right. And the fact that it's been that many school shootings, man, is, you know, stay in school, get an education. Shit. Man. It's scary. It's very scary. I mean, this list, I, I just want to tell you all some of the cities. January 20th, the first one on this list, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. They had Italy, Texas, uh, Kentucky, and Philadelphia all in January. February was Los Angeles, Maryland, Nashville, Parkland, Florida, Savannah, Georgia, Mississippi, another Norfolk, Virginia. March, we've had Michigan, Mississippi, Alabama, Alabama, California. I mean, it's just everywhere. 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 And, And like you're talking about the voting, these are... Our city leaders, whether it's city commissioner, da, 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 yeah. whatever, these are the people that are supposed to help us run this place. Yeah. So these, in my opinion, elections are far more important than a government, a you know executive branch type of a government right. deal where both Bush and Obama have doubled the deficit. Yeah. So if you want to look at the Republican side or Democrat side. These people at that high, they're not really for us. Right. They're not worried about Salem Avenue. They're not worried about, they might, I mean, I won't say that. They're not addressing yeah. anything like that. So the people in your towns, these school levies, all those things, this is what's going to get the people in that start, you got to start there and then work your way up to the states and work your way up to the, you know, the nationals type stuff. But it's just, it's something that we as a black community need to care more about, yeah. period. Absolutely. It's funny you meant we both mentioned Salem Avenue, how horrible the roads are over there. I drive to school on that thing every day. <laughs> man, you get towards downtown, <laughs> boy, you better hold on. <laughs> I saw this uh post on Facebook, uh 
community down in Alabama, they were fixing their own potholes. Like they just, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fixed their own shit because you know shit wasn't getting done. So mm-hmm. like, I commend those people. Like yo, but I mean, I it's different a neighborhood versus Salem Ave. Like yeah. you can't call every resident from dating all the way through Troutwood like all right on Tuesday at <laughs> noon we going to fix the damn street get out there that street <laughs> right <laughs> it's a whole bunch of potholes exactly but man it's it's crazy out here man it and, is. And, it's, and obviously me not being a parent but I have a uh younger cousin lots of younger cousins uh one is about to be a senior in high school uh another one 23 just graduated from college she's actually out there in las vegas right now at a music festival and i'm worried yeah i'm worried on multiple levels i'm multiple uh worried about a crazy shooting Mm -hmm. at a public event like that i'm worried about niggas trying to get in their panties right i'm like (laughs) it's vegas right yeah that's those thoughts have to come into your head like i'm worried about her going to the dispensary i'm worried about all this shit i'm I'm over here checking her snap instagram like what the fuck is that in the red shirt behind you when when, when i just came from vegas (laughs) and to to drive up we we made it a point before we even went to our room we wanted just to go up to the mandalay bust the ue just be in that space and just see it with our own eyes and to be at that light and looking Mm. up at the mandalay and look over your left shoulder and see the field where they were, and just in imagining the chaos in this area, you know it it put a damper on Vegas. Yeah. It put a it put a it put a smack on it. Just put a, a nasty taste in your mouth. And and Vegas still has to be a place for uh, the adults because yeah. you know that's what that's their, that's one of our places. That's, yeah. that's where we get to go. That's our Disneyland. You know, so adult playground. Yeah, you have to you have to you know. You you have to worry about those things. You yeah. have you have to worry about your safety when you're out at places now. And I I, I feel like too our generation, we come from a time a time and space where maybe people didn't have their doors locked all the time, or you could knock on somebody's door and not feel like you was gonna have an anxiety attack about having to open the door or mm-hmm. talk to somebody. Or you know we come from that as as kids to the world we living in now. I think just we just stuck. You know we don't. I don't want to go knock on a door. If, I, if if my kids want to go sell the little books for school, yeah. I don't want to run through you know certain neighborhoods, or I don't yeah. want to, or, or I don't want to feel like I shouldn't be bothering people, or somebody gonna open the door with a gun and wonder why they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All those thoughts come through your head, and it's just it's sad. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, you, sad. You're 100 correct. I remember growing up in a neighborhood where you know the screen door was the Right, make sure you lock the screen door. Exactly. Like, the fuck the screen door? The <laughs> right. shits don't lock it. If away. I yank it hard enough, yeah, it's coming open anyway. <laughs> but like that's what it was. Yeah. You, you, hey, shut the screen door. Now it's... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Cameras on the outside, inside, everything. It's, it's, it's crazy. Out it's here, a different man. world, man. But we gotta, we gotta figure it out. We gotta do something to figure gotta it out. Because keep your head on the swivel. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing, man. Like keep your head on the swivel. You go out to these. Big festivals, big events, like, you know, you got the Made in America in Philly. Mm-hmm. You got, shoot, you got Cincinnati Music Festival coming up. Mm-hmm. Hell, you got Jay-Z and Beyonce concert at, at the shoe coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure security's going to be good. I know it is. Yeah. But you still keep got, your yeah. head on the swivel. Don't get too lost in the sauce. Yeah, don't get out there, you know what I'm saying, in formation too much. Mm-hmm. Don't get too <laughs> saucy. Don't exactly. be out there 
screaming R-O-C, yeah? yeah? Yeah, have a good time, but keep your head on the swivel, man, exactly. because you never know, man. It's just man. important and, now. That's and a- it's not to try to induce fear, but it's just trying to induce, like, yo, be aware. Like, I was mm-hmm. telling wifey this, like, I don't even feel comfortable, like, getting getting wasted like like that, like, in public. Like, right. Like, at a concert like that. Like, or uh, going to Ohio State football game. Like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure I got my my shit together and and recognizing if something goes wrong like right. like you yeah. you've been in the club scene as as a club goer and as a DJ for years so yeah. you know yeah. you see you at the <laughs> DJ booth you have a clear view exactly. you got the the entrance you got the dance floor you got the bar mm-hmm. you got the whatever you got the bathroom i know you know about yeah. that whole life yeah. like uh-huh you yep, can I you see can him. see there it when go. it's coming and you can see it when it's when it's when it's uh starting to happen, I mean like that, like you say, the DJ booth, you do get that view at most places. You can see it all, and on the flip side of that, it's usually in the corner of the room. Mm-hmm. Odds are it's not by a door. Sometimes it is, but not by the door. So like that's the thing too. Like I've actually done. I remember when I DJ at, at the Heat when they had a couple incidents. Yeah, it got to the point where like I need to come up with a escape plan. Yeah, you know I need to know if I can hop over this booth and head that way. I'm good, or I, you know like you have to think about those things because. The world we living in, people just don't give a fuck. At all. It's funny you mention that. Uh, when I was first started doing a little bit of hosting work at the club, uh, fuck it, I'll say it, uh, <laughs> MJ's. Yeah. You remember MJ's? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A certain DJ we know very well. I'll, I'll leave his name out of it, though. <laughs> we know him, though. <laughs> He's DJing. I'm, you know what I'm saying, doing a remote for the broadcast or whatever. Doing uh, Homie Shell Shock is... Uh, the hype man, yeah. I'm fucking around a little bit on the mic, you know what I'm saying? And this certain DJ that we know very well tells me, like, hey, come here. It's like, hey, if something pop off, it's right there. Oh, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Unzipped it, saw what it was. I'm like, gotcha. Yeah. It's like, and I got one on me. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a DJ, you in that life, that environment, you may not be about that life, yeah. but you're about protecting your mm-hmm. own life. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I was I, always appreciative to that certain DJ exactly. shall remain nameless. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, I know you do. <laughs> so yeah, man, like it, it's it's wild, man. And and like I said, man, head on the swivel, man. Head on the swivel. Like any young DJs that's out there getting it, I know, as you know, the Patron, oh, yeah. the, the Henny. Gets the flowing, you having a good time at the club. Hey man, it can happen to you too. Keep your head on the swivel, baby. Exactly. Head on a swivel. And everything. Absolutely, man. Yo, you watched the Royal Wedding? Not by choice. (laughs) I thought that shit was coming on late. I forgot the time difference. I'm an early bird. I wake up, the wife is sitting in 90 degree angle. I'm like, what you doing? Information, bro. Yeah, I'm like, what you doing? It's 5 30, 6 o'clock. Like, what are you doing? I look up, like, oh. So, you know, then, you know, you, I roll back over, I'm closing my eyes, but I'm listening. And you're just hearing, like, the excitement that they're experiencing. Yeah. And then, like, you peek over and just keep looking and keep looking. And finally, I was like, fuck it. So, I, I did want to watch for the only one thing I wanted to see. I wanted to see her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see her mother. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see any black people. Oh yeah, because because you know with the with the whole royal you know my wife is kind of into this stuff but with that <laughs> whole with that whole world man like this kind of this is kind of the 
not really comparing it, but it's like Obama being president. It's yeah. just it's just new. It's yes. something different, something they haven't experienced. You know, she had a previous marriage that you don't let that ride. Yeah. It's a lot of things they kind of let let ride for, for for the good old Prince Henry yeah, or yeah, Harry yeah. or whatever. So, yo, fun fact. Yeah. When I got married in Las Vegas, you know who was out there? Fucking Prince Henry. Really? Was out there in Las Vegas at the exact same time we were out there. And it's like all a big buzz. And it was on the news and shit. Like, yo, dude is a fucking party animal, yeah, dog. Yeah. He like gets it popping, yeah, son. Yeah, gets it in. And I was reading a little article about him, about him and his brother, actually. And it's like, it's, uh, you know, to royalty normally serves in the military. Mm-hmm. And you would think, like, all right, man, they're not really going to be serving in the military. They're going to, hey, man, we're going to put you behind the desk. Like, yo, like, it's something, like, that their father and them was like, no, if we in it, we in it. I'm not Prince so-and-so, so-and-so, we in it. And, like, all that guard that they have, nope. And they got treated just like everybody else, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's dope to have, like, somebody of that that bloodline treated like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, like I said, he was out in Vegas when we was getting married. So I always say these couple of days, like, yo, Prince Prince Harry was at our wedding. And, yeah. and, and um, technically he was. Right. And then uh, we went to a club later on that evening where Jermaine Dupri was DJing. So I always say Jermaine Dupri DJed our wedding reception. <laughs> so, yeah, shots yeah. out to them. But uh, I watched some of it. I would watch bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I saw her mom tear up, which yeah. was nice. Uh, also saw the Black Reverend getting it uh, in. That was that was my favorite part. Bringing it that in. That was my favorite part. He, <laughs> he brought some church up in there. Yeah, some yeah. Church. And he was speaking those facts, man. Like yeah. talking about their union can change the world. Like you know, seeing this union is dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it is. And I also wanted to say. Like, yo, you got three little girls. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're all princesses to you. But, you know, a black girl just became a real-life princess. That's, that's my, pretty cool. That, that's my one gripe with this whole situation. Okay. It, I could physically not be able to move and I would have to get there. Like, that's your daughter getting married. He had a heart attack, though, bro. It's your, is he alive? <laughs> can, can he be put in a wheelchair? Can he fly? If he, if he can't fly, I get it. If he can fly... And just don't want to. Shit is probably overwhelming, dog. Like, I know it has to be. It has like, to be. Yo. I mean, they they were showing him in the fucking coffee shop reading about royal, you know, traditions and like learning on like practicing his whole shit. Like, because this isn't like like I I don't know about a generation younger than me, but like this is something like I've known forever. Like, yo, I remember when Princess Diana died. Absolutely. Like, I remember reading all about that. It's like, yo, this is the like, it's not no fairy tale or no something you read in a book. Like, yo, these people are truly royalty and they're celebrated. And, you know, it's, it's something to like, yo, this is real. Yeah. And I don't know if like people nowadays know the importance of it all, everything like that. But, you know, just became a princess and like, like that's that's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. The Especially memes, that family. The memes with the whole coming to America. I mean, like I get <laughs> I get what they're doing, but like it's a, it really is a a black princess now. Mm-hmm. I mean and, and and where I mean, I'm sure there's others, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm 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 a little a little not in I that. I know it's uh one uh I don't wanna disrespect the the co- country, 
But I know another black woman married, like, I want to say, Arab Prince. Mm-hmm. Last Something year, like that, yeah. she became a princess. And obviously, there's princes and princesses in Africa and everything like that. And no disrespect to them. Y'all yeah. kings and queens and all that. But this family is yeah. something that we all know exactly. about. Exactly. This is, this is unfortunately... Like how long have num- we been seeing their grandma, dog? It, my whole life, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> she yo. 90, what, 92, 99, 94, still 96, something up, like that? Still, I, imagine what that wedding reception was like. Could you handle that? Could you a DJ that wedding reception? Absolutely. I mean, Becca was in the building. Yeah. Freaking Idris Ser- Elba, Serena. Serena. I'm all the nineteen. If the nineteen year old can do it, so can I. Hey, hey, I, that's the, those are the events that I like that because because I don't usually get that whole adrenaline rush like I used to. You know, I still get nervous every gig, but my nervous is like, please don't have no equipment failures. Please right. don't mess up during their first dance and don't nothing cut off. Don't like those are my nervous emotions, like not the gig itself. But I used to be nervous about literally what songs to play. I tell the story all the time. My first one of my first gigs at Club Cream. When I first, I was year one. I get the gig. I'm hyped for the gig. I get there. I'm 20 minutes in, and my brain just stops working. Like, I don't know what to play. I can't think of any songs. It's just a clutter of music in my head. And, like, I think Smoke and Doc had came up in the booth and saw me stressing out. <laughs> but they spent their whole night. They was there to party and kick it. They spent their whole night in the booth, flipping through CD books, like, play number four, play number nine. Like, I was just panicking. But that moment... From that point on, you know, that was like the the, the one like that I buy off more than I can chew. Yeah. Am I ready? Was I ready? I was, but I wasn't mentally. So like now, eleven years in, I feel like there's no gig I couldn't rock. But you would definitely get that feeling. And I would definitely <laughs> want it. Cause that had to Imagine be Imagine what uh, that bag was like. <laughs> they probably paid his ass in gold. Yeah. Man. <laughs> they probably they probably did. I, I was reading too, like when they, they had a like a dinner or like a lunch after the ceremony. And it was with the queen and more formal and then a party, like a real party that evening. And I was just hearing them talk about how like, you know, at that dinner, when the queen walks in, like this, this is a whole world. But when the queen walks in, everybody does certain things. When she's done eating, the dinner is over. Right. When she puts her, her hand back on the table, you put your fork down. It's over. Like, <laughs> that's that whole concept in life. And like, that's how they was raised. That's how they live. They don't get told no. They they're royal. Like that's wow, crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy and we got man. a we got a, we got a black one in the house now. Oh, we in the building. You know what I'm saying? I love they, seeing her mother too, man. She was just by herself, but looking fabulous, and you could tell. Like at the end of the day, that's her daughter, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, and you could tell. I thought she felt like a little out of place or just not, you know, just it's gotta be overwhelming. Yeah, just just man. concerned. Like you don't you you don't want to disrespect nobody. You don't want to mess up nothing. You don't want to. All that, but to see her sitting there and just looking beautiful, doing her thing, man, it was, you know, I loved, I loved seeing that part. That shit gotta be overwhelming, man. Like, not even for just like, all right, you know, hey, dad, I'm getting married. Great. Let's, who's the guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> oh, Harry. I was like, okay, well, can I meet him? Well, it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be a little more complicated. It's a process. <laughs> yeah. And then him breaking, her breaking the news, like, yeah, this is, this is a prince. I'm about to be the fucking princess. Mm-hmm. Right? And like you'll always be a princess of mine. Like no, for real, a real life. An official one. title. Like yeah, I'm out, I'm out here in these streets now, for real. And the whole real. town. And I even saw it where they was talking about like two or three of Harry's exes popped up at the at the way at the you know the, the town gathering. Let's and, see this. Bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I saw girls with shirts on. I want to marry Prince Harry too. I mean, it was 
Just a, he's a you, playboy. He well, used to be yeah. a playboy. He's still gonna be. Uh, I mean, like he's still gonna be wanted. Is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He used to be. Used to be out here in the streets, man. Now's like, the real test, Prince Harry. Yeah, man. Now's the real test. <laughs> Gotta got be like your big bro. Right. All distinguished. Just have a couple kids. Guy. Yeah. The big bro seem like he like hold the four down. Yeah. And, and be having the pep talks like, bro, you gotta chill Ooh, out. You wildin', son. <laughs> you wildin', B. Right. Yo, tabloids is watching. Grandma tripping, bro. Yeah, she gonna get you. Put you in that dungeon. Right. You don't want them problems. <laughs> Put that metal casket <laughs> on your head, man. Yo, have you read about the girl? I can't remember her name, but she sent dude oh, 65,000 text messages after one date. So, obviously. She wanted the D. Yeah, she, she, she wanted that. <laughs> She wanted that anaconda. That's a problem. She wanted to go down. But what I wanted to ask you, bro, have you ever been stalked? I have been stalked. What? I have, man. Um, (laughs) God, it's such a long story, but I will shorten (laughs) it. Of course, it goes back to my military days. Uh, When I was in Oklahoma, there's a girl I met. You know, she was... She was cool, you know, nothing nothing out of the norm. It wasn't like she was extra this or extra that. It was just conversation, getting to know each other. You know, started off good. We started, you know, kicking and having sex and all that. And probably two or three weeks in, bro, she lived in Oklahoma City. I lived in Lawton, like an hour drive, like Dayton to Columbus. So um, I would go up there on the weekends normally. And one weekend I go up there, and she's just, like, not wanting me to leave. Like, I already don't want you to go. I already want you to go. So then it was time for me to leave on Sunday to come back. She's, like, really mad that I'm leaving. Bro, so she, at first it was just like that playful, like yeah. I don't want you to leave. Like, you know, I but, wish but, you. But that, she that follows me back to Lawton, bro. Ooh. She she gets in her car and literally like uh, without me knowing, you know, it's two thousand and two, you know, whatever. She follows me back, uh, maybe like twenty minutes behind me. So I get back at my door. I'm like, what the hell? Open the door. It's her. She's like I didn't want you to leave. I'm like, so now she's at my room, not wanting to leave. Bro, it got to the point I had to literally call the military police because Monday morning she was not trying to leave. I'm like, you're not standing here while I'm about to go to work. Like, you have to leave now. And she was like, I don't want to leave you. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave you. I had to call them the MPs to come get this girl off the base. It got to the point, but it was out of nowhere, bro. It was like we was, I literally was digging the chick. You know, everything was cool. We was having good times, and it just flipped, bro. And I was just like, whoa. So, so how does this conversation go with the MPs? I have a I have a chick in my room that does not want to leave. I need I need someone to remove her before I get in trouble. We're on the way, and then I like well, one the the cool thing too about the military man like I say this all the time has a medic. I feel like that's one of the best jobs you can have in the military because you are affecting people who don't feel good, and your goal is to make them feel better. Right. So the moment you help out that cop that had the migraine or the bad back or the whatever, and they see you, they look out. You know, right. it's like you took care of me. I'm gonna take care. Of, I'm gonna do what I can to whatever I can to smooth this out for you. Right. So one of my boys in the room was an MP. Okay. Called him. He just put on his uniform real quick, played the part, came down. But he wasn't really an MP. But he just he wasn't <laughs> on duty. Is what I'm saying. He just I got you. Put on his shit, came down, got her out of there. Made it look so official, and it could have been official if he wanted it to be. Right. But that type of stuff. Like so like just I had to get her the fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, you, you got to take care especially for my personality, I made it a point to take care of anybody and everybody I could whether you smelled like shit from being in the woods all week or you whatever. I didn't I, I'm here to help you whatever you need and on the flip side, when I run out of toilet paper, 
I know the supply guys got me. Right. When, I, when, I, when I'm hungry, because we didn't eat all day, I know my dude put an extra burger in the back for me. You know, little things like that yeah, yeah. makes your military experience a lot better. So did you ever hear from this girl again? No. Once I, I literally had to change my number, bro, because... Once I removed her, of course, that whole you know few days after, she's going bananas. And I got to the point where it was like, I think I want to move rooms. So I switched my room and got a new number. <laughs> but then, too, once that was 02. So she, um, no, nah, that might have been 01 because the gates weren't closed yet. The 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 military oh, the nine like right nine before nine eleven yeah the nine eleven wasn't wasn't hadn't happened yet because so you could just drive on military bases so then this this thing makes the story even longer though flashback after I get back from Iraq I'm back in back in OKC like 2004 I run into her she tells me she's in the military now <laughs> I'm like yo I'm like yeah I'm actually going to Fort Lewis next this is my last weekend here you know I had to play the part like yeah I'm not even going to be here no more and like I literally had to stop going to OKC for a minute because I didn't want to run into her and you would think a big ass city watch out Westbrook <laughs> but yeah but we, we partied in certain places and she yeah. knew that so yeah it was bad man that was my one true stalker experience dude I have never definitely not the level like you know a couple <laughs> phone extra too many phone calls couple extra like come over unannounced but that I don't consider that stalking I just think that's like shooting your shot type yeah. of situation yeah. have you ever been a little too creepy with a girl and she had told you like hey nigga bag back I think the I will say yes <laughs> but it has only been with chicks that I have banged out numerous times and then like let's say you know time passed and I run into them my first thought is like, oh, I'm gonna say something nasty to her. So like, instead of saying hi, it's like, you want my finger in your butt again? You know, like, <laughs> like, like just random shit. That's what I was doing as a young guy, oh and, I, and it would be to the point where like, well, I can remember like my friends used to clown me like, like Kev, it seems like you walk up to chicks and just be wilding, and I'm like, I do, bro. I'll be, I don't be caring, and like that was my whole like right out of high school, yeah. that whole time and space. It was just like. Didn't care about nothing. Just just was kicking it, having fun, and doing what I wanted. So I think I've only been that way with people that I had that relationship with. But then life moved. We moved on. I run into them. She looking at me. I'm looking at her. I'm gonna like, oh, say something nasty to her. Then it's like I should have just probably just said hi. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> got a little got a little too involved. Oh, there. I, like I had me, a flashback. I never really. <laughs> I'll, I'll say yeah, but but I don't think I really have just because. Like I'm the type of person that like I don't I really don't take too many risks like that. Yeah. To you know, either I know it's a for sure and it's all good, then right. we could just do whatever. But like I one time is you know, you go to school, then you summertime come around, so you mm -hmm. and then when you get back to school in September, hey Hey, was it ain't seen you in three months. <laughs> right. So it's like one of those yeah. like so over the summer, she got a boyfriend. So me being me, I'm like, one, I don't know that nigga. Right. <laughs> Two, that nigga don't go to school here. Exactly. So I'm going to continue to shoot my shot at every party. <laughs> exactly. And it keep getting turned down until she told me like, hey, look, I didn't told your ass. I got a boyfriend and I'm not on that. Like, oh, you for real? <laughs> right. My bad. I thought it was just a little game. My bad. I, I slide back. Mm -hmm. Come Come a couple months later, though. 
<laughs> champ gets back in the building. Yeah. I just say it like that. <laughs> right. Can't I, keep your champ down forever. <laughs> when, when my friend was going to college too, I can remember there was this girl. And I just thought she was beautiful. I thought she was bad. She at the parties, but she was never the one that was like, she's a slut. You didn't look at her and be like, everybody's getting that. You you would see dudes get turned down. You would see it. You would see it. And I would always, when I would see her and speak to her, she would tell me like I had pretty eyes and we'd be conversating. But when I tried to go to that next level of exchanging numbers, she's like, Oh, you too wild for me, kid. I can't, you know, like she would, she would, she would push me, push me off. But every party I would see her, I would just look at her like, you sure, man? You sure? And she'd be like, no kid. Like, that's like how, that would be our way of saying hi. Like, you sure? I'm like, no kid. And then I got to the point where it was like, all right. But then I, I fast forward to her graduation. My dude was in the same class. I see her at graduation. I'm like, it's the last time. You sure? And she started laughing. <laughs> and she like, here. And gave me, gave me the number though. Hey! So, like, it was like years of fighting for it. I get it. Couple months later, it isn't you know, nothing. But <laughs> we, we 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 still talk and say hi on social media. But you got stuff. yeah. But the I number. did I, I did hang on for the win. Hey man, like let's talk about that though. Like obviously, when you got older, the goals change. But at a certain age, getting the number yeah was was the success all onto itself. Exactly, exactly. Whether you even used it, whether you something happened from it, because you know. Even then, then we had the cell phone and stuff, but it was still some cats still had a paper and, and, a, and a notepad mm-hmm. in their pocket. You know, like it wasn't too far removed. We weren't too far removed from that type yeah. of. You had to you had to go talk to somebody. You had yeah. to go. You had to go meet them. You had to like show you wasn't scared to come up to them and like Ooh, I that, used to be a scared. Yeah, bitch that, that, that was the, that was my biggest hurdle. Was like, all right, it's a table full of chicks that she's looking at me. Exactly. And it's like I gotta go over there and like make them all laugh for a second, and then I gotta go over there and then address my attention to her. Like it's just the whole process of like. I can't just go over there and be like, come here. Because she's going to be like, for what? <laughs> you, you know? fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that whole thing, I can just remember. I remember I remember being younger, too, and just having having the, like, when you got the number, it was like, you come up to your boy, like, got, it. got it. On your hand, and on a napkin, whatever. whatever. It takes. With lipstick, whatever it took. Whatever it <laughs> That was that was the trophy. The, the number. number. You that's what you had to do. Then you had to figure out when you're gonna call. I'm gonna wait yeah, till Yeah, like do, 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 I don't do, do, even do know like what the night? rules are now. Right. Like, do I gotta wait I remember it used to be like a, a two day rule. Like <laughs> yeah. if you get the you go to the mall on a Saturday, you get a number, like all right, I'm gonna call on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then you get your one homeboy like, man, you waiting too long. Mm-hmm. And then you get the other way. No, you don't want to look thirsty. It's like, well, when the hell should I call? Well, you definitely can't call on Sunday when uh in living color on. Or some <laughs> right. shit like that. Like, right. or you definitely can't call on Monday, Fresh Prince on right. Tuesday, nigga. I'm telling you, ain't shit on TV. She's gonna be <laughs> on, she ain't doing shit. And that's what I would do. Wait till fucking Tuesday. Sometimes yeah. it worked out, sometimes not so much. Man, I had that was, that was my biggest hurdle was was to figure out. Man, she's telling me she wanted something tonight. And then it's like, if I call her and push too hard, I'm one and done. Yeah. If, if, if I don't call and wait till Tuesday, she mad I didn't call. I thought we were going to hook up last night. And you mad as shit. Like, damn, I should have called. Like, oh. you, a guy just don't know. Don't know. And you got to just shoot the shot, whatever you Shoot your shot. That's, that's what I say now. Just, hey. Shoot it with confidence. If you're shooting it, shoot the rock. Hey. Just shoot the rock, man. Just do, do, is, what do. do what there you do. There it is. Good luck to all y'all exactly. fellas out there. So you ain't even got a call nowadays. Just shoot her a text. You probably or slide in her DM. Send her a poke and a <laughs> DM and yeah, a couple smiley faces. Oh, exactly. You be Gucci, man. You FaceTiming in ten minutes. 
Absolutely, man. <laughs> There's another one in the books, man. 104. Yeah. You can't make this up, podcast. Got Kev a, Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Couple of real quick shout outs. Yeah, my, yeah. my little niece, Taylor, is graduating from high school today. I'm from Northmont. I'm trying to make it out to Rice State today. We but don't you don't see. like Northmont, though. I don't, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm in it. I'm in. I still bleed. I still be red and red and white. Not red and black. Red and white. And then also, I got to shout out um, my dude Norm out there in Phoenix. Man, he listened to the pod. Ooh, I appreciate Phoenix, you. I'm gonna get you on here no. soon, brother. So quick shout outs to them, man. Absolutely. You can't make this up podcast. We'll be back next week, hopefully. Because my mom is in town and hopefully she don't drive me crazy while yeah. she's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace.